everyone and welcome to the every movie ever podcast my name is ben groves and my name is rob mcfarlane and happy mother's day everybody happy mother's day to all the mamas all the mamas not the papas you, you get your own day just the mamas today you get your own day unless the mama's not around in which case all power to you you get both days you get well both done. days but uh, uh hopefully this isn't a, a horrifying shock to any of our listeners that are now going to have to run out and get something real quick uh we record these a little bit ahead, so this is my little mental note. This is the only way I stay prepped for anything, by the way. Yeah, when yeah, you yeah. get in touch and just sort of like, oh, by the way, it's Mother's Day this week. Uh, we should do something <laughs> for that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Uh, bouquet of flowers. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. Bucks. Happy Mama's Day. <laughs> it's lovely. It's like a little it's like a little personal calendar, man. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Or having a PA. It's it's like you've made oh, me your like a f- yeah. I'm your PA. Free PA, mate. Yeah. Great. Uh, so to celebrate Mother's Day, <laughs> we thought we would uh, we'd push the bite out a little bit. We'd do a, a little motherly film. We want to do a film that celebrates mums. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really shines shines a light on what motherhood can be if you really buckle down and try your hardest. Yeah, exactly. You know, just just all the work, all the work that you know mums put in. It's nice to see a woman get ably rewarded. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, uh, um, uh, I don't know, I guess, fucking just a lifetime's worth of trauma Mm. happening all in the span of a day. Yeah. It's everything parenting should be. Uh, And (laughs) (laughs) it's a spicy intro, man. uh, I'm all here for it. I like it. Yeah. If anyone has any any qualms with anything that Rob has just advocated because he is advocating uh, everything that you just said firmly believes it I can mm-hmm. see his t-shirt right yeah, now yeah, and it's yeah. hand drawn and it said it just says fuck mums I don't know whether that's like I love milfs or whether it's like a it's a threat no, it, I don't it's, know. The, it's you know kids I, mean? I don't get on with I don't I don't get why you, oh. I've never come and been like mm, I might keep that as a pet like <laughs> that's just I not- don't know man have you never come on a chia pet and watched it grow? <laughs> we mohawk gel. <laughs> so today we are covering 2011. We need to talk about Kevin. And boy, did they need to talk about Kevin. Oh. And did they? No. No. <laughs> I, no. Feel like, I feel like one, one genuine, open and honest conversation, a heart to heart. And maybe, being as it's 2011, maybe some footage from a, uh, any cell phone that was available in that decade mm-hmm. yeah. would have solved everything in this film. It would have stopped this Ezra Miller documentary ever happening. It would have been fucking shocking. You know it's a great advert for a, for a ring security system, isn't it? Yeah. You know, those little cameras you have up in your house. Would little nanny cams. Little nanny cam. Just get a nanny yeah. cam. Then yeah. now you know what happened to the gerbil. Uh, for those Exactly. The, for those people that haven't seen this heartwarming Mother's Day film, could you let them know what we need to talk about Kevin is about? 
hundred percent. Are you ready for this one? Mm. Can you edit in some sort of like really light-hearted kind of nice music in the background as we discuss yeah. this yeah, lovely yeah. Mother's Day movie? Kevin's mother struggles to love her strange child, despite the increasingly dangerous things he says and does as he grows up. But Kevin is just getting started, and his final act will be beyond anything anyone ever imagined. Yes, that's one way of describing this film. It's yeah. almost like they confused this with Dr. Parnassus's Imaginarium <laughs> of Disbelief, or whatever the fuck that film's called. The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, there it is. There we go. There, there we, we go. go. The, the film's so good it killed Heath Ledger. Um, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I would disagree with your, with your uh, yeah, synopsis there. It's, I don't put this on me. I, I found this on the internet. That's not my synopsis. No, That's you wrote my, that, it's and my I think votes. you're wrong. <laughs> you wrote that and I think you're wrong I am IMDB to be fair that's me uh, I think in this hard hitting documentary about Ezra Miller's childhood yeah. we see the devil mm-hmm. the absolute devil as a child uh, yeah. getting closer and closer to his final form before shooting up a school which we won't make any jokes about because that would be too easy a target it's a loaded topic, and we don't want to aim. We low. can't go into this half cocked, is what we're saying. We can't. All right, we can't, so we're, we're gonna we're gonna give s- this episode both barrels. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just gonna shoot know. past that one, and we're gonna get yeah. uh, get on with the rest of it. All right, get done with the Jesus bang. Jesus Christ! See, this makes me think when we're cracking <laughs> jokes this bad. This makes me think that <laughs> we might have children somewhere because no no one that isn't a dad is dropping those types of jokes. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like you know our dads decided to not have kids. And yeah. I think maybe rubbed off on us. Yeah. Wait, your dad rubbed off on you too. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh. oh god. What were you expecting from this film going in? Because I tell you what, I it's one of those films like everyone's always talked about around me, and yeah. I've always gone, oh, I'm a, I really must watch that at some point. I'm in the exact same boat. And I just, I'd never got around to it. I and for some reason in my head, I thought it was about an abusive mother. Oh, okay. So I, I was I kind of watching the film being like, yeah, yeah she's alright. So right. you thought she's... Ezra Miller was the mum in this film? <laughs> 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 Difficult to tell, man. Tilda, Tilda Swinton is a very beautiful woman, but she is a strange looking woman. I mean... Tilda's got it going on though, right? Like, she's got it going on, but I can't right? figure out why. It's she's just stunning. <laughs> she's just stunning. <laughs> just whatever she's in, she's just stunning. What's your favourite Tilda Swinton role? Because mine's David Bowie. I'm convinced that she's actually Ooh, David Bowie. Ooh, that's a really fucking good one. Because I'm way attracted to David Bowie's well. <laughs> 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 man is like the epitome of uh, fucking sexy oh he's incredible he's incredible Jesus Christ especially in this film this has been on my watch list since 2012 I've never gotten around to it fucking everyone I speak to is like have you seen it I'm like no yeah. not yet I will get to it yeah yeah I thought it was gonna be sort of like I thought it was going to be like a modern day thriller. It's quite arty, quite mm-hmm. wordy, quite fucking yep. like, you know, slow moving, long pan shots, and then a lot of violin mm-hmm. sort of slowly building up. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. It's just, it was great back in the day. But when you've seen like. However many of them. Yeah. Kind of get to the, like the modern day thrillers. Once you've seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I'd say it's kind of just been on the back it's burner. There's only so many times Harrison Ford can ask to get his family back. Yeah. Or be a murderer or yeah 
Yeah. 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 It, I just, it fell into that category for me. But watching it now mm-hmm. blew my tits off. Oh, mate. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a twat for waiting this long. <laughs> 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 it's been out for 14, what, 12 years? 12 years. Yeah. 12 years yeah. it's been out. I, uh, it's a difficult one because having watched it, there are questions that people asked me at the time mm-hmm. that make me think that they didn't see this film properly. Right, okay. I, at the time, people were like, well, it's kind of her fault, though, isn't it? And I'm like, mm, Ooh, I had someone say mm, this to me a right? little while ago, maybe a year, year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. They said the exact same thing. They were like, um, how did they paint the movie out to me? They were like, it's from the mum's point of view, mm-hmm. but dealing with the fact that she was a shitty mum growing up. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Was okay. she? But I've watched it through and I'm like, I'm not entirely sure that that's true. No. I think she's a weak mum. I think she's ignorant. Uh, yeah, she's she's she wasn't designed for motherhood. She had plans. She didn't want to yeah. have a kid. Yeah. She was travelling the world. She was doing her thing. She was a, a successful travel writer. Yeah. And Book so... published all this shit. I think... Uh, something that Hollywood doesn't often sort of come clean about is the fact that lots of people have kids and do not instantaneously fall in love with their kid and go oh wow this is great lots of people in the real world have Mm -hmm. kids and go oh fuck me what have i done right they Mm. still love their kid they're still you know but they're but they're like oh shit this is a lot harder than anyone said it would be i'm a lot more tired all this sort of stuff so she has that because the baby's a difficult baby the birth is a difficult birth I think she probably has some sort of postnatal depression. She doesn't necessarily bond with her child incredibly deeply. There's then some missing information, which I think is, we'll come back to, but I think is kind of key to whether or not this is her fault. Because it kind of cuts to Kevin when he's five and he's already an absolute bastard. Like, he's just I, I, see, a bastard this is, of a kid. Yeah, I, I'm not disagreeing with you that he is an absolute bastard, but yeah. what... I think I need to disagree in I can't put the blame on the parents and I know that makes you sound like an asshole because yeah. he's a baby mm. but I think right you're hanging out with one of your parents mm-hmm. and they're not in a particularly good mood you can yeah. pick up on that immediately yes you don't have to know why you don't have to know yeah, yeah, yeah. anything's happened you just know that it's not a safe space right but then if there is another parent who is always a safe space, mm-hmm. I think you can look at that as to go, I know how I can get my own way here. And I think you'd pick up on that real fucking young. Yeah. I remember be I have flashbacks of, of being a kid, right? And I mm-hmm. knew that I could get away with fucking murder. Like, I knew I could get away with anything right. with my one sister. Right. My other siblings, not so much. Mm-hmm. But do you want to know who I could get away with everything with? When I was a little itty-bitty baby, mm. I was like golden child. Yeah, yeah. So I was the youngest. All my brothers and sisters were way older than me. Mm-hmm. If I felt like getting my brother in trouble because I was bored, I could you just could. start crying. Yeah. yeah. And then my mum would immediately be up and literally yeah. just be sort of like, will you stop being a dick? Yes, right. And I but that, stand that's there laughing the thing. for a bit. Half the stuff that this kid does at the age of mm. five would have gotten us sent to the fucking shadow realm. And it, like, kids aren't clever, right? They they are clever. They have intelligence. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's not that they're not clever, but they don't have much in the way of knowledge, and they don't have the way in much of control. If you make the bad behaviour 
Mm-hmm. Okay, well, now you're going to your room. You're not having dinner, and life is relatively intolerable for you. Still caring, still yeah, yeah. loving, but this is going to go that way. Yeah. Or if you behave the way I would like you to behave, we're going to do all the shit you love. Mm-hmm. At no point in this film does she effectively parent that child when it's being a, a shit. She's no. such a weak piece of shit. She only gives that kid attention when he's being a prick. Yeah, when he's being an absolute... When he's just misbehaving. When he's misbehaving, he gets the attention that he craves. Yeah. And he learns that early on, right? And he yeah, also yeah, learns yeah, that yeah. his dad is like a super soft touch early on. So he can play his mom and dad off each other. Mm-hmm. And he can get the he can get the loving, the good, reassuring yeah. attention from his dad with next to no effort just for being there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But to get it from his mom, who he instinctively think hates him, yeah. He has to misbehave and he has to be an absolute mm-hmm. cockhole. Yeah. And I do think th- that he is an undiagnosed sociopath, psychopath, has... Uh, there's there's a huge mental health uh, element yeah, yeah. in this. And I think the fact that... This is why I said that the parents might have been ignorant when it comes yeah. to Kevin. More so the fact that if... If they were that concerned... Like, just fucking filming on your phone. You know what I mean? Well, Nearly yeah. Anything, any of this shit. Because then the second that the, the second that dad comes home, that John mm-hmm. C. Riley walks through the door and he's all like, hey, buddy, how's it going? Yeah, yeah, and everything's yeah. all nice and lovely. You can just go, yeah, watch this. Yeah. Watch this and see what, you, see what you've been missing out on all day, buddy. <laughs> the, 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 I ended up, like, John C. Riley is an acting god in this film because he manages to be almost nothing but lovely mm-hmm. and make you hate him. I hate him so much in this film because he is he is so unwilling to trust his wife. Like she tells him, it's unwilling. I do you know what I think it is? I think he trusts his wife to begin with, but I think Mm -hmm. the missing years he picks up on the same thing that we're picking up on, right? That there might be something. It was a difficult birth, difficult baby. Mm -hmm. There might be some sort of resentment there. She's had to give up her life of traveling the world and writing and all this stuff to be a mom. And I think that's there. And I think he understands that to a point, right? Mm -hmm. But then I think he can only judge by what he sees for the years after that. So again, I think he's just ignorant, not in a, not in a negative way. I don't think he's purposefully like, you know, ignorance is bliss or anything like that. I just don't think he sees the side. No, he doesn't. But, but I think, I think the thing is, is if you had a dynamic in your family Mm -hmm. that was as dysfunctional as that, you would do your due diligence you would question your assumptions. You would. Yeah, this is this is this is years and years and years of her being like, "He's fucked my room." Like the, that scene where mm. she's talking to him about, "I'm decorating yeah, my room because yeah, yeah. it's a little piece of me," and then he comes in there and fucks it up with the ink, yeah. and that's up there. Like their walls are drawn on. Like the kid is openly rude to her in front of the dad. The dad yeah. does nothing. And then he can see the effect it has on her as a woman. And, you know, she's gone from being this bright, bubbly person to just being absolutely broken. Yeah. And he's fine with it because it's, it's, it's not happening to him. And it's her fault. She's the one who can't get on with a child. Maybe. I see where you're coming from now. I didn't really look at it that way. Yeah, like your, ch- your partner who you love, yeah. who's raising your kid for you, is telling you that they're having major problems bonding with their child. Yeah. And you're like, well, that's on you. No, like, how can I help? No, I tell you what, why don't you yeah. take a couple no, no, of weeks no, off, go yeah, traveling, yeah, yeah. and I'll hang out with him. And at that point, you know, after a couple of weeks, 
solo parenting that child, you would see that it is the fucking devil. Yeah. But there's none of that. There's none of that. He's just like, no, this is on you. I didn't really pick up on it, man. I, I more went the other way. I was yeah. more like, maybe he's sort of doing his fucking best to try and keep everything peaceful mm. whilst he's at home. Mm. And then when he's not at home, he's out trying to, you know, earn as much mm-hmm. as he can. to Because that house is fucking massive. Yeah, yeah. They, they, Dude, he's, yeah. he's got to be... Uh, what job did he have? Was he a fucking photographer? Never, say, never says, does it? I don't I don't know if it says what, what his I think, job is. I think but... Kevin asked him if he took any cool photos or something like this. I was like, Jesus oh, yeah, yeah. Christ. What photos are you taking, my guy? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, he's 100% doing porn. Like, 100%. There's no way around it. He leaves that house, the Bang Bros bus picks him up at the bottom of his curb. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if he's late, he calls a fake taxi. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, I found a new couch. It was just lying on the side of the road. It's a little (laughs) sticky. Give it a once over. And then we'll we'll, we'll have a look at it in a bit. Yeah, I... (sighs) It's a difficult one. It is a difficult one. The way the film progresses is mm-hmm. essentially we see Kevin grow up. It's all from the mother's point of view. We're seeing Kevin grow up. We're seeing him struggle, get progressively mm-hmm. worse, but also better at manipulating. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. much more sinister when he hits his teenage years. There's yeah. a lot of a lot of like really fucking questionable stuff that's that's mm-hmm. ticking over in the background. That's not explicitly said said to you. But is like implied, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. harrowing, harrowing, and I, and I think there's a willful ignorance because it is from her point of view. Some very clever things that this film does is it's obvious to us, the viewer, that mm-hmm. there's more to it, but she we never find out because she never investigates. Yeah, she doesn't want to know, and because exactly. she doesn't want to know, we don't find out. It's only ever hinted at. Yeah. The kid, the kids uh, that play Kevin through the various years. Oh my uh, god! Jasper Newell, who plays sort of mid-range, like eight, nine-year-old, insanely good actor. That kid is an insanely good actor. Like it's... Ezra, Ezra Miller is all right in this. Uh, he's he's good. It's he's difficult sinister. for me to, to have any opinion on him because I just fucking mm. hate him so much yeah, as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just despise yeah. him at, at like on a fundamental molecular yeah. level. So it's yeah, difficult yeah. to look at anything that he's been a part of and go, oh, that was really good. He He's now famous. For those of you that don't know, Ezra Miller is cast as the Flash in uh, the, the upcoming DC movie. Warner Brothers have spent basically the company funds on this movie. And during the making of it, Ezra <laughs> Miller has gone on what can only be described as an international crime spree of assaulting women, kidnapping minors, taking them. He started a fucking cult. He started a cult. How the fuck are they still releasing this movie, man? When he gets arrested, he claims that it's discrimination against him because he uh, uses, or because they use they them pronouns, which is why. How, how do I hear my joke? Go for it. <laughs> how does Ezra, How does Ezra Miller attack women? I don't know. They slash them. They slash them. Sorry, they slash them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so shit, but so good. I was like, they slash them. Yeah, so he's just got a knife. No, no they slash them. Got yeah. you. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, Ezra Miller has, has grown up to be a very problematic young man, young person. 
Are we and talking about the film or in real life? Because in real life, you can just say can't. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so of all the of all the actors in this, I think they're the most distracting because of what they've gone on to become, and because yeah. in there in with that instance, it's like yeah, but are you playing a character or are you it's, like? It's, it, it, their, their behavior is so problematic that it's like... I was talking mm. to someone the other day about Kevin Spacey. Right. On whether he could come back to film ever. Right. Which obviously it's a fat no, right? But then we yeah. started talking about like, okay, but everyone has a price, right? So what's mm-hmm. your price for allowing Kevin Spacey to be in a movie that you would sit and watch? <laughs> yeah. And mine was IRL torture. Like he's a, he's a villain that gets captured yeah, yeah, and yeah. tortured for information, but it's not props... Mm-hmm. It's just torture. Mm. I'd I'd watch that movie. I think uh, I wouldn't be proud of myself, but I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's essentially Lady Vengeance you're talking about at that point. Oh, some right, <laughs> fucking because of the success of the Old Boy remake. Yeah, let's yeah. just go the whole Vengeance trilogy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I still haven't watched that remake. You know, never do. I, ref- I refuse to watch the the Old Boy remake. I fucking find so much pleasure in giving you shit films to watch that mm-hmm. you will then yell at me for never watch that film because oh it will God. it will break your heart like just don't watch it i know you love the original never mm-hmm. watch that yeah forget it yeah, yeah. I, I i have i try Good. to like I, I try and forget josh brolin was anywhere near it as well because i love that man as an actor he's and fucking I think incredible he's incredible but then he did that yeah. i'm like mm, nah. know, although you fucking... would though wouldn't you if spike lee said oh, i'm gonna give i'm gonna do a, a western version do you want in you'd be like fucking no yes absolutely not at least at least if you're part of it you might have some might be able to nudge it towards better you know bullshit man fucking all all that happened in the remake is thanos snapped his fucking fingers and the better part of korean cinema disappeared (laughs) it was the nail in the coffin yeah it's awful um ezra miller i can't fucking believe i i like this film because Mm -hmm. i feel like Ezra Miller, being Ezra Miller and how much I fucking despise him, it was an easy film to get behind for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight yeah, from yeah, the yeah. get-go, I was like, I hate this man. Yeah, he didn't have to do much acting to, to make no. you, yeah. No, 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 none at all. He could have just literally been sitting in the corner and been sort of like, it's, it's, I don't know how, yeah. but it's that guy's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. I think, is it? Is the question, or is it the mum's fault? It had that kid received more discipline and not had that dynamic, because she's definitely blamed by the community. So intercut oh, with a hundred percent, man, she's fucking brutalized. Yeah, she's it. She's she's the community of outcaster. So it it it's cut cuts between uh, Kevin being raised, Kevin growing up, all the things that happened. And interspersed with that is the present day where she is post um, Kevin's murder murder spree massacre Mm. and she's trying to just live her life. Mm -hmm. We don't necessarily know until the end of the film exactly what Kevin's done, but we know something fucked up has happened because like she gets paint thrown on her house. People are slapping her as she walks down the street. Like, oh, dude, that was a punch, man. I watched that again today. And it's like that, that old woman. Mm-hmm. Fucking throws down. <laughs> Holy shit, man! That would, that might have been Dwayne Johnson's nan thinking about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but so this community definitely blame her. Did you did you notice? Uh, I'm going to go on a tangent here. Mm-hmm. 
The colour red. Did you notice the use of the colour red? Everywhere. Everywhere. It's Do you winter, know- and the only foliage on the trees is those of what? Aces, yeah. Yeah. Japanese so red aces. Like the, yeah, you had like the blood red acer, uh, which was stunning. But yeah, the red everywhere. The whole opening scene when she's like doing her job in the tomato festival. So yeah, so she's having, the film opens with her having a dream and she's in the tomato festival where they throw tomatoes mm-hmm. and they sort of pulp the tomatoes on the floor and she's been painted with it, carried by the crowd. Mm-hmm. And at first she's celebrated and then it gets, in the dream it gets a bit dark and it's like, is she enjoying it or is she this, oh, that yeah. or the other? Soundscape um, changes as well. It the goes soundscape from, like, pleasant, changes. Joy, joyous mm-hmm. sort of cheering and jolliness to like screams yeah and i didn't pick up on it until it was too late and then i was like yeah oh no oh no it's gone wrong <laughs> oh no and then she wakes up to see that uh someone in the community has thrown buckets and buckets of red paint at her house her fucked up knackered house that she now mm. lives in so the the red is the red is used throughout the film and i wreck i think it's the blame Ooh. it's the blame so Every time it comes up, it's she's being blamed for so that they literally throw the blame on her house and she's trying to wash it off the house. She's trying to get scrape away with these. She's sort of recollecting and reminiscing about the things and the ways that Kevin was as a kid. Mm -hmm. It's her trying to excuse what happened as not her fault. It's her literally as she's physically trying to get the signifier of the blame off. She's in her head trying to get herself off the hook. And going, mm. is this my fault? And there's a scene where she's washing her hands like Lady Macbeth, trying to get this this blood oh, yeah, red yeah. paint off her hands, yeah, as man. if to say she's trying to wash her hands of the of the guilt and the blame. It comes up all over the place. There's all the colours are the archery target colours, so they use lots of blue, lots of yellow, lots of red, and lots of white. Oh, like, they do as well. Every costume is one of those colours. The car is one of those colours. Christmas party, everyone's in those colours. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the car's yellow. The the colours of the archery target are basically the colour colour scheme for the entire film. The clothes the neighbour's wearing? Yeah. Double denim, man. It's all blue. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's the only one that waves at her as well. Right. In the whole film. Blue is the safety of the old life. Cold oh my but God. safe. That's a really fucking cool observation, man. I'm gonna have to watch it again. It's, just keep an eye out yeah, for it. It it goes it goes it goes quite deep the color theory thing, man. I'm, I was I was happy with that one. But That's a good think, one. Man. Do you think it is her fault? Do you think? Th- no, I don't. I think I think it's this brings up the whole nature versus nurture. Like, right. are yeah, people yeah. inherently evil? Like, are people born evil, or is or are mm. you a product of your environment? I think it's a difficult one because yeah. I think nature plays a role. Mm-hmm. But, uh, to me personally, I think nurture plays more of a role. Yeah. So the science, I think that the recent science is that like you have tendencies. Yeah. That are genetic. Yeah, hundred percent. But without those tendencies being nurtured, yes, you'll never see them. So yeah, you yeah. have to have you have to have both for a lot of things. Like, there's no doubt about the fact that like if you have big hands, you're going to be good at playing guitar. If you have tiny hands, you're going to find it harder to get to the same standard, but it doesn't mean you can't. But you're going to rock a mandolin. You're going to rock it. <laughs> you're going to absolutely <laughs> fucking just whiz all over that fretboard and that mandolin, mate. <laughs> Ukulele. Easy. Yeah. yeah. So see? 
So there's genetic. I forgot like, what we're talking about. I'm just looking on the versus, side of life at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> nature versus nurture. There's genetic oh, like yeah. markers that will make yeah. you more likely. I think you're more likely to be like a fucking psychopath, and you're more likely yeah. to like be athletic, and you're more mm-hmm. likely to be an addict, and stuff like this, right? And then it will be there'll be warning signs throughout your entire life. Yeah. That if aren't if they're they're easily missed mm-hmm. and they're easily hidden. Yep. And they're also easily ignored. And I think that's a lot of what's going on in this film. I, I think, think that there, all, there is... A mixture of all of that has been going yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I also think as well that uh, that Kevin was able to figure out the manipulative strategies relatively early on. Yeah, and I think the thing is is that you can nip those in the bud as a parent and she doesn't. Mm. You know, there's a there's a scene where... She loses her temper because he deliberately, he's like nine and still using nappies, still using diapers. And so she loses her temper with him when he deliberately fills his diaper. So mm-hmm. she has to cl- clear it up, waits until she changes him and then does it again, like whilst looking her in the eye. I mean, that's impressive to be fair, though, man. How much control over your yeah. poops right? can you have, right? <laughs> Held a bun in the oven whilst she was changing him and then immediately. Straight yeah. in for another. I mean, the guy's got game. You can't deny it. But that's what I mean, though. Why is that kid in nappies? He doesn't need to be in nappies. If he, if he can control his mm-hmm. shits like that, mm-hmm. that's fucking insane. Yeah, but he's he's doing it specifically to torture her because he exactly. likes her cleaning it up. Because he's getting the attention that he needs by just being the fucking worst version the of himself worst, to yeah, that yeah. parent. Yeah. And there's... there's like every scene with them together is just this utter emotional manipulation horror I show. It. I hate it. It's like, so painful to watch. It's pain. It's it's genuinely like this is mm. a horror film of you have a child and it's this. It just fucking hates you, and yeah. all it does is spend its day thinking about how to make your life materially worse. The only way that I think that this could have been worse is if you give birth and it's to the leprechaun from the movie. Leprechaun. The leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. Mean? But like, yeah, I don't think it could get. I don't think you can get worse than that. Anna Kendrick. No, God, no. That's a. That, she yeah, is an if, absolute blessing. If you have a child and it's Anna Kendrick, what would you do? Encourage her to become the national treasure that she has become. Oh God. The global no. treasure. No. Yeah. No, I'd end it all. Her treasure. I'd drive us both off a cliff. Her treasure status <laughs> transcends the oceans. All right. The Atlantic is nothing for the amount of treasure that that woman carries. <laughs> <laughs> I will never understand your love of Anna Kendrick. I just, I honestly, mate, she's incredible. The Cup Song? Come on. What? The Cup Song. What, from Pitch Perfect? <laughs> the, the Cup Song. Two Girls, One Cup Song. You fucking talk about Anna Kendrick and Two Girls One Cup in the same sentence again. <laughs> and I swear to God, mate, I will karate chop the shit out of you. I've got a book on karate. I haven't read it, but I will, and then I'll fucking chop you. It's fine, mate. Just wait for Spike Lee to do the Western remake. I'm sure she'll get cast. <laughs> That's the only thing that would kill it for me. That's the only thing that would ever the only thing that could ever dampen my love for Anna Kendrick would be if she was in a Park Chanwok remake. A westernized Park Chanwok remake. And it was as bad as the old boy one was. Yeah, 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 yeah. She she stars in a remake of Thirst, and it's like a a bad Lost Boys ripoff. Oh, mate, let's not. 
This is just making me sad now, man. The film made me sad watching it, and I thought we were going to have like a bundle of laughs just shitting on Ezra. No. He'd probably like it. They'd That's probably like it. it worse, <laughs> That's what makes it worse. That's what makes it worse. Fuck that guy, yeah. man. But there's a scene, sorry, so there's there's a scene where the the diaper changing has happened. She loses her temper. Mm. She chucks she chucks him on the changing table. Uh he falls off the changing table, snaps his arm, right? Yeah. She takes him to the hospital. They provide zero help. They're not like, oh, this is clearly a mother that's struggling. Let's step in and be like, what's going on? How is everything at home? The one time you actually needed a social worker in a movie, mm. none to be found. But he was really manipulated in the hospital though, because he there's a there's yeah. a voice a voiceover tagline saying, I can see the doctor on my own. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. like on his way in. And it's the same when he gets back from the hospital. Yeah, yeah. He tells his dad, he tells his dad that he fell over and it was his mm. fault and mum did nothing whilst looking at her being like, Stick to this lie, bitch. I'm like, mm. this child is nine. Yeah. This child disgusting. is nine, and what you do is you go, Honey, that's not true. I lost my temper. I threw you across the room like a yep. basketball. Yes. Except for you didn't bounce. Your arm yes. broke. I'm not going to let you trap me in a web of lies. You are mm. nine. What she does instead is let the nine-year-old trap her in a web of lies. And therefore, for the rest of his life, he strokes the little scar from his surgery to be like, I've got power over you. Yeah, she and she fucking takes there. it. Yeah, she rewards him. She goes into his room like immediately after this fucking lies come up and then she's like, I love you, honey. And immediately you just get this little kid going, nah, 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 nah. and I was like, oh God, just throw him again. Yeah. Throw him yeah, again, yeah, get yeah. the other arm and then just just come clean. You know what I mean? Shadow realm. Shadow realm. Yeah. Dude, if I, if I uttered, <laughs> uttered anything that came out of this kid's mouth, I would have been shitting teeth. Yeah. Also, I would have left. I would have left the husband... I'd have taken the daughter and I'd have been like, you love this kid so much, you can raise him. Me and my daughter are going to go off and live in the south of France and it's going to be fucking great. that would look great in divorce court when you're studying the defendant's box being sort of like, I don't want that child, I want this one, I'm leaving because I don't like him. Brilliant, you're unstable, you're losing everything. <laughs> still, still would have ended up better for everybody involved. Yeah, but then he wins. I mean, he's won I mean? anyway. He's got, he's got her in her pocket this entire film because she's a weak piece of shit. I, I can see okay. why. I don't judge. Yeah. I can't judge her for being weak. I can't. I, you can't criticize somebody for not having strength. No. Yeah, it's, I, again, it's not her fault, though, is it? It's like she's she's stuck between a rock and a hard place. And it's difficult to sort of navigate the waters of assigning blame to anyone involved. Other yeah, than I, Ezra just, Miller. I think. I think if you're letting your nine-year-old bully you, like... I don't think it's bully. I think that's, like, deep, deep psychological manipulation mm -hmm. to a level that's been going on for nine years. <laughs> <laughs> you are exhausted, and then at, just at one point, they throw you a bone as mm -hmm. if to be sort of like, don't worry, Mom, I've got your back. This will help you out with Dad. And then moments uh... later, you realise that it is just a power play that you've fallen mm. headfirst into, because it's the first bit of reassurance you've had from your son. Mm. That it's not her fault. No. I it's, think these it's, parents... It's, it's weaponizing the love that a parent has. That's exactly what it is. It's weaponized yeah. love, and it's yeah. disgusting. Mm -hmm. mm. I hate Ezra Miller. I like, if this film started yeah. off and you didn't see what this child was going to turn into, yeah. 
then it, I would have had a whole different range of emotions being yeah. sort of like <laughs> I, trying to understand where it's coming from. But I knew that that kid was growing into Ezra Miller. So I was like, yeah. nah, written yeah. off. <laughs> the kid could get hit by a taxi and I'd be like, that's probably for the best. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> How are they still releasing The Flash? This better be the best film that has ever existed, ever. It's going to be violently mediocre, Ben. It's it's timey-wimey, multiversal nonsense. And the thing that breaks my heart... What do you mean, that's mani- DC? They, they managed to convince Michael Keaton to reprise his role as Batman for oh. this film. So not only is it Ezra Miller, a ma- the man has a scratch. You know those scratch-off world maps? He's got one of those for places he's committed crime. He's literally just very few to... left to scratch. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's him as the Flash doing timey wimey nonsense because he's the Flash and that's his whole shtick. And they've I've ignored to... everything about this up until like I looked yeah. into it briefly today when I looked at Ezra Miller, but I I can't I couldn't research him for this film. I looked at his face mm-hmm. for three minutes and my blood boiled. I was just sort of like, yeah. this is the this is the worst. And they've managed to bring back Michael Keaton, the best Batman, and he's going to be in this piece of shit film. Second best Batman, but it's all right. Mm, best Batman. You reckon? Yeah, Batfleck. I reckon best. No. Batfleck didn't get a chance to shine, man. Give him his own movie. Guarantee best Batman. He had four fucking hours to shine in the uncut oh, Snyderverse. Oh, yeah, with how many, other, how many other people? Didn't Superman come out of a fucking coma and turn evil for a little bit because he was a little bit forgetful? Yeah. He could catch a plane out of the sky, but he couldn't remember what happened yesterday. <laughs> oh, boo-hoo. Early onset dementia, mate. What, what happens when the world when the when the world's most powerful man gets Alzheimer's? Yeah, fuck. That's a Superman movie I'd watch. Where? What did you think you were going to get from this film? Did you think you were going to get the film that you got? Uh, no, because again, like I said, I thought she was going to be the abusive parent. Mm-hmm. I think it did a fantastic job of sort of fighting against what I can like. We've grown up with kids in the house, right? We had mm-hmm. kids in the house. Kids can be shit. Mm-hmm. And the the whole sort of dream of Hollywood parenting where like, Mommy, I'm scared. Read me a story. Okay, sweetie. And then, you know, yeah. it's all lovely. It's really nice seeing a film where the kids are, the kids are a little shit. Yeah, yeah and, definitely. And man. it's difficult. And the child's crying and all that sort of stuff. Love like- seeing that realism. Yeah. But fuck me, like it's a, it's just difficult to watch somebody it is. be this manipulated by it's somebody difficult. so unfeeling. And yeah. the great robbery at the end, where she goes, "I just need to know why you did it." Oh, that, I was, dude, the satisfaction I got from the end. She mm. has an almost, she has an almost peaceful moment when, when Kevin is about to be transferred into an adult prison. Because yeah. obviously he did the crimes as a minor, so he's mm-hmm. tried as a minor. Tomorrow's his 18th birthday, or you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And his he dude, he is covered in scars, his head's shaved, yeah. he's about to get transferred, he is shitting himself. Yeah. And you yeah. can see the fear in that in that guy's eyes. Mm-hmm. And his mom, it, like she just gets this moment of peace where mm-hmm. it's like, it doesn't matter whether you yeah. tell me what I need to know, because I know that you don't know anymore. Mm, yeah. You don't know anymore, and you're about to go be prison wife to thirty-five year olds. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think the horror, mm-hmm. the horror of that scene. I think she still loves him. I think so. Only she, God, it's on a fundamental level, 
But that's what makes her a good mum, though. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's it's that's exactly the word. It is heartbreaking. What are you going to rate it? I'm going to rate this. I was I was very pleasantly surprised by this. I know Same. it's been out for fucking twenty years, ten years. People were like, "Oh, you got to go see it. You got to go see it. You got to mm. go see it." Uh, I should have done. I should have listened. This is a, a nine. Ooh. This is a nine out of ten for me. Okay. I think it's a really you know where like my grey morality. I like my mm-hmm. realism. Yeah. I like my it's it you know ten out of ten and all of those. Unfortunately, I did have to look at Ezra Miller longer than I wanted oh, to. God. So yeah, this is what I mean. Nine. <laughs> uh, I'm going seven. Seven. Nice. Yeah. It's a great movie. Again, entertaining, mm-hmm. harrowing heartbreaking full of complex human emotions and interactions that take a while to settle in but when they do yeah you're fucked you're changing man there's uh, but then it loses three for ezra yeah i I don't know what it is man you're changing because the time was you'd have been like this is wordy and uh this isn't that wordy it's more arty i quite like arty it's okay the the long wordy waffle is fine if it's going Mm -hmm. somewhere right yeah Fine. And I feel like this cut between the past, the present, mm. and the what ifs and the the who yeah, did yeah. what's and the 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 audio was super interesting mm-hmm. when you were getting phone messages from the future being played in the past and yeah it's just it's a it's a very very well put together film incredibly edited uh, it's it's just wonderful it's a great experience definitely one to watch for Mother's Day about the joy happy, happy Mother's Day everyone happy Mother's Day I know and that's all we got the time for this week yeah. Go and give your mom a hug. Give her a yeah. call. Give her a text. Everyone celebrate motherhood. Mums mm-hmm. are the best. Get us to listen to the podcast. Send her a link to the podcast as a Mother's Day. She will know that you have put minimal effort in. Mm-hmm. But we'll say happy birthday, mom. This is from child. Just for you. Personalized message from your child. There you go. Saying happy birthday. There you go. Merry, to all mums. Merry Mother's Day. Merry Christmas, Mother's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, if you enjoyed the show, please go and tell a friend about us. It really does fucking help us grow. And the support at the moment has been insane. It's been very, very good. Share a post on your socials. Subscribe to our socials. Every little interaction, it really fucking does help us out, man. Remember last week, I said, oh, find our socials. Maybe comment. Mm. None of you did, did you? Uh, Yeah. Are you joking? I've answered at least six. Dude, that's double my normal quota. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of effort on my part. Yeah, but I'm talking to the ones who didn't. You know who you are. Stop being so negative, Kevin. All right? (gasps) Jesus Christ. (laughs) How dare you? I am scandalized. I reckon that would be my catchphrase. How dare you? Okay, okay, okay. If 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 when we bring out every movie ever action figures, yeah, they're gonna have a little string on the back that you can pull, like a catchphrase thing, like Woody. Like yeah, right. All right. What would mine be? uh, Well, firstly, you get three. Okay. Uh, Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, I try energy in that one as well, man. I made my nips tingle. Yeah, you see, it's not fucking hard, is it? My nips are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, second one would yeah. be just having a fag. I'll be right there. Oh just, yeah, yeah. No, I I say that daily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Just 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 gonna use the toilet yeah. and have yeah. a cigarette. I'm a smoke. Just gonna get too. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forty five minutes later, I'm here twiddling my thumb. I get distracted, man. Come on. Yeah. I'm yeah, just yeah. Ooh, in, I'm just happy to be here. I'm enjoying <laughs> life. You know what I mean? Who knows where the wind's gonna take um, you? Third one. Mm. Uh, I don't know, we might have to work on a third one, you know. We'll have to work on a third one. I'm trying to think catchphrases you say all the time. Oh, banging. I say banging a lot. It would be the C word. It would just be oh, the C yeah, word. Oh, yeah, I do say that a lot. Yeah. But I use it in like a term of endearment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if I call you a cunt, it means I love you. Yeah. I never say it in like a negative way. You know what I mean? I'm never no, like, oh, true. you're a cunt. Because it, it's yeah. just slow hanging fruit, man. It's lost yeah. all, all valor. Does that mean you love Ezra Miller? Because you've called him one of those at least four times. Kind of. It's rare that I allow myself to get this worked up about someone, do you know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah, he is an true. asshole, and he's a terrible, terrible, terrible human being. Yeah, I think for me... It's like a punching bag, but for my emotions. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. What would my yeah. three be? Your first catchphrase would be, I would rather guide my dad into my mum. Yeah, that's good. And then you can just finish that one off on your own. Um, the second one <laughs> would be... Can we rephrase the finish it off on your own? No. I'd really rather not. <laughs> <laughs> you brought this on yourself, sir. Uh, your second one would be consume. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know. And then your third one would be I can't watch Magnolia without covering myself in hot sticky jizz. <sighs> I, you say that all the time to me. Like, my mm. text messages, it is mm. shocker with you talking about how sticky you are from watching Magnolia again. It's the it's the adjectives that get me hot, sticky, steamy. It's always on like that end of the scale. You know what but I mean? You know, I can't, I can't even Pungent really is one that you used the other day. <laughs> this is vile. <laughs> people might be having their dinner. Sort your life out. Other people might be tending their chia pets, Rob. So I'm just trying to help the, I'm trying to help it along. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Filled with zinc, <laughs> your cheer yeah. pet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's what we've got the time for. We love you all dearly. We love you and, very much. And uh, I'm just going to pull my string in. Catchphrase number two: Consume. I can't remember any of the ones that you said for me. If I'm honest, what did you say? Oh yeah, I'll pull my string. Uh, I'm a smoke. Give me two. <laughs> <laughs>